0: Welcome everyone to Know Thy Brand podcast, the branding podcast for women in business. Welcome everybody to Know Thy Brand podcast, a podcast that tackles gender inequality through the brand lens, from brand strategies to marketing tactics from female leadership to female entrepreneurship, from corporate brand to personal brand. Every episode is designed to inspire you and to support you in a journey for success, whatever success means to you. Hello everyone. Today we have with us Céline, who is uh, one of uh, the directors of Noda Brand. In fact, the first directors to join Noda Brand. Um, Céline is uh, a leader IT project manager, and today she's gonna to tell us a bit more about herself. She's gonna give us some tips about uh, working as a woman in her field, and she will tell us a bit about her. Hi,
1: Celine. Hi, Julia. Hi, everyone. So, my a uh, little bit by myself. So, my expertise is in um, all things IT. Uh, most most uh, importantly, there's things that I do. Uh, most of the time is web development. So I develop, um, I oversee the management of the development of of many projects, applications, web design, um, and uh, all the way to managing other projects that have to do with people post-COVID realizing that they need to have all their libraries accessible anywhere in the world for all their people. So so we really help companies through my consulting, uh, through the consulting firm where I work at, uh, to um, actually get into 2021 and help them with their digital transformation. Um, but my expertise is also in uh, planning, organization, communication. Uh, I'm, originally, I'm originally from Paris. Um, I was uh, born there and I lived there until I was 21. Then I moved to the U.S. I traveled in between and lived in different places in, in, you know, in the meantime. Uh, i always love to travel and meet people and talk to people and find out about who they are and what they do. Um, then I lived um, in the U.S. for, um, if I say how long, then everybody knows my age. <laughs> <laughs> then I lived there for about almost 20 years, but not quite. Um, and I lived uh, mostly on the East Coast and I traveled. I did about 35 states in the U.S., so I I went uh, all over the place. I used to travel also a lot for my job um, and for fun. Um, and I worked in IT there. I, I was kind of always a manager of some sort, and then I transferred into the IT world about uh, 12 years ago. And um, mainly through testing and then after to understanding and, and architecture and, you know, all web development. So I can pretty much do a full range of things in the management of IT, uh, projects, and then I moved to Luxembourg about three years ago. Um, well, I moved back to Europe three years ago, then to Luxembourg last year, and um, I met Julia um, in September when her sons were both going to the same school. Uh, she talked to me a little bit about this project that she had about helping women, and this is actually I feel really gifted. Uh, I've always felt very gifted in my life. I made opportunities for myself, I was given opportunity, um, if you could say I had some sort of privilege that I, that I know and understand now, and so my goal even for the, you know, maybe the 10 years from now when my children are out of school is actually to give back, um, and to kind of go into more um, projects that are going to be helping communities that uh, would not necessarily have this kind of help. Um, So that can be a a wide variety of things, but uh, most likely um, for me will also mean uh, moving to developing countries of some sort and not necessarily staying in Europe. And then when I met Julian, she talked to me about this endeavor that she had where she wanted to help women um, within our community here in Luxembourg uh, before we go and help out, I'm sure, more women um, outside of this community. Uh, I was definitely on board. I'm a big cheerleader too. So I said, We have to do this. This is, this is good. Like, I found the purpose. We have to do this. So that's kind of how I became this journey.
0: Yeah, I always say it's all your fault because I was still in consideration phase and you were like, Yeah, let's do it, woman. And so we started and it's fantastic. And we are starting the journey together and we are joined by other uh, three ladies uh, which I will interview soon, I hope. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's, it's great. All
1: you need for the plan to work is a vision and people that support you. And I mean, over the past few months, we've noticed that so many people have been so supportive and everybody will pretty much talk to us. Said, that's a great idea. And I think that's what we're here today. Um, trying to get this off the ground and spread out and, you know, open it up to, uh, as many women as we can and men also, because we're not, we're definitely not, um, discriminating against men. No. So this journey at all, it's really be super inclusive of
0: everyone. Absolutely. And that actually brings me to my first question to you, Celine. Can you tell us in your words, what, uh, inclusivity is, gender inclusivity in particular?
1: So, I mean, so as a woman, I, um, I think we all have so many stories of where we were kind of put to the side because we don't, you know, fit the profile or we can't be trusted or for whatever reason. Um, so for me, it's important because I feel like I'm not going to say at all that I've made it and I don't have any gender discrimination in my job because, um, that would be a lie. Uh, there's only 10% of women in my field now in, in my consulting firm where I work in, um, in Luxembourg, and I think they're trying to make that, um, you know, to try to be more inclusive and have more women, but it can also be very intimidating to constantly working with men um, and um, not necessarily be pointed out, but uh, I've received a lot of remarks about if I had to leave early to pick up my children, it's when their wives are probably at home and they um, can manage all that, why am I leaving early because I'm supposed to be overseeing something, so um, so I think what we're trying to do with Julia is, and the rest of and the rest of the group is really to try to um, level out the the field uh, for for women that may not have all the opportunity or access to all the information. Is really to try to be there and support them and and accept them within our community where we're kind of doing okay and we want to help these women that could be struggling on their own. So. So that's
0: why I'm there. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, no, 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 that's fine. Um, another question I will uh, ask you is: uh, so you you touch on the the, the uh, various uh, challenges that women have. What would be one or two or even three recommendations you will give to a woman who wants to start a career in the IT space and to make sure that uh, she can get as many opportunities as?
1: I mean, definitely know your stuff. Um, like, know uh, where you're talking about, or at least find um, an ally who's gonna um, and a process um, who's gonna help you. For me, this is what worked uh, when I when I when I was thrown into the IT world is because they needed someone to manage projects, but I didn't really have um, any other experience than being. The manager of my department and overseeing the testing and all the new releases and the more as a user. So um, so when I became on the other side, I tried to understand how it all worked, but obviously I you know faked it until I made it, right? Uh, but I found the person, the first person for me in IT is probably the architect of systems. So that will probably be the first person that I talk to. Um, if it's on a specific application, I will ask I would always talk to this guy and say, okay, tell me, how does that work? Is this feasible? Can we do that before I just uh, roll it out to the developer and see if a feature was possible to be implemented or if that was the right solution to the problem? Um, so, so yeah, so it's know your stuff, have a good memory. Also, it helps to, like, remember stuff, but take notes otherwise. Um, after a while, it's kind of stay in nature because a lot of things are very similar and will keep happening. So... Uh, but this is kind of how I learn. I would say also in IT, what could be um, super cool is maybe if you already know um, some type of development language or if you want to learn SQL or if you want to learn some aspect that would be pertinent to what you're doing. Uh, um, I think have confidence in yourself, and um, it's okay to have bad things. And when stuff happens that it's not supposed to is how we resolve problems, but these are kind of... Um, you know, like life skills, if you will, not necessarily um, IT
0: skills, I think. Yeah, no, that's absolutely, but, um, so you you talk uh, about being prepared and be, have confidence. Yes,
1: and be on time. <laughs> and be on,
0: but that <laughs> will amazing. happen, that, that is for, me. that. that's for women and for men anything specifically yeah. for would you think that women should work or could help women so confidence we know that is often something we tend to be a bit less strong than men or at least less strong in uh, faking it until we make it huh? uh, a lot of research proves that women tend to not put their hands up for uh, promotions until they really feel 100% they can do the job uh, while men are more likely to say yeah I'll i figured it out. Well,
1: I should ask another thing too. ask all the questions, too, because I know I ask a lot of questions um, and I never say stuff like, well, I think this may be dumb, but I'm going to ask it anyways. I ask any questions. If there's something I don't understand, a word, uh, especially since I came back to Luxembourg and, and uh, when people were speaking English, they're using terms that we don't necessarily use in America. So I was like, what is that word? And it's not, I'm not trying to say, okay, it's, it's really I, I don't know what in what sense people are using so but definitely in many ways I do ask a lot of questions until I kind of understand it I love when people draw little drawings of how it works uh, because even if it's in their field and I'll never need to use some some configuration of, of, of this I don't know infrastructure or or SharePoint config or whatever it's kind of nice that someone took the time to um, you know draw it and I say oh yeah anybody can pretty much understand a drawing but um, also in my field because it's, it's mostly men so as a woman you can't think also when you come to work that you, you know another woman maybe your ally it's anyone you need to find your allies whatever gender they are you need to find people that are going to help you and people you can um, you know discuss um, problems with to make sure you come up with the right solution. But yeah, but having confidence
0: for sure helps them, you know. Yeah, and don't be afraid to ask, because I think that's a brilliant, yeah. a brilliant suggestion. Because sometimes, and, and, and when you ask, as you say, not saying, this is probably a dummy question. We, uh, we often, so, so many times, like we put ourselves down, even if there is no reason, like, you know, there is no dummy right. question. You know? Just ask, unless the, the answer was already given. That's what I always say to my students. If I just told
1: you, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I know that for the question, why it's, uh, it's important because sometimes, uh, then the answers I get is, oh, I thought you never asked or people really? Are really trying you. So I think asking the question shows that, okay, I'm missing one piece here. Somebody needs to tell me what it is. Um, so yeah, so definitely, um, definitely ask questions, but I think this advice is good in, in, in life anyways. Uh, I know I have a hard time asking for directions. Especially since we have all GPSs on our phone, but I'm still going to ask because I don't want to waste the time that it would take me to get lost. But yeah, ask the questions. Yeah,
0: fantastic. Thank you. That's a brilliant, brilliant suggestion. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um,
1: it's crazy, but it's, yeah,
0: it's going now, if uh, I I have a question for you, I don't know. It's something that. Uh, also helped me when I started this journey and for me it was thinking back at that time in our life as uh, when something goes wrong and all of a sudden you realize that it, it shouldn't have gone wrong. It only went wrong because of your gender and that something that stuck in your mind if you think it's just so unfair and you don't want women, I mean in my case it's like I don't want girls or women to experience that.
1: Um, so necessarily an example that stand out um, at work?
0: Oh, no, it doesn't need to be at work. Mine, for instance, but, it was at school. So,
1: I've always loved soccer, right? Or football. Or soccer, I
0: don't know. It <laughs> I think here but, is football.
1: But, um, <laughs> I think we all know what soccer is. But I've always liked soccer. Oh, yeah. I remember um, you know, growing up being 16, 17. Um, you know, you're not allowed to play as a girl unless you know, there's like two or three guys that are missing out of the field. So, um, so I never realized that I was being, um, you know, yeah, you can't play because no one else is there and we need, you know, the 11th. So you can go in. So, um, but after I had my second son, I, I was living in America and I went back to playing soccer, um, pretty much, uh, I don't know, like nine months out of the year. It was very cold there, so we could play, you know. But I wish I could have uh, played all year round, but we didn't. So, And I remember, like, uh, one of the coaches said, we didn't have necessarily a coach, but the captain of the team, she said, okay, so what position do you play? And I said, I play all positions. And then she said, no, but really, what's your position? I'm like, no, no, I really can't play all positions because when I was that extra person that had to get in, I wasn't getting the position I wanted (laughs) getting all left. I wasn't getting in the back. I wasn't getting, you know, so I had to learn how to play all the positions because sometimes one person could be sick for a while. So I would have a space at recess or after school. So, um, and this is when I realized, wow, I actually know how to play, you know, all the positions, uh, because actually, because I was discriminated because people didn't want me to play on the team because even at my school, um, I didn't even have, um, because even at my school, we didn't have a soccer team for girls. Like why would they have that? Um, and I think that's something that America does really well because soccer is actually the biggest sport, uh, for girls that and golf. um, and they have leagues and stuff. And then when I went back to playing soccer after my son actually was so happy that the league was only girls because there was no fights well, I mean, just tiny bits, you know, but that, like, there was no fights, like, we get in, uh, I also didn't have, like, uh, this guy that was, like, six feet tall, or one meter 85, like, elbowing me, you know, in the <laughs> eye, or whatever, so it was actually kind of nice to play with uh, with girls, and I have to say, on the field, we kind of tend to, like, if we hurt each other, we're like, oh, sorry, sorry, which I know the guys, like, never, <laughs> they're like, oh, you okay, walk it off, you know, like, they didn't care, so, so, yeah, so nothing really for me at work, but... Um, in my life yeah like you know and then so many times i had to sit on the bench and just watch the soccer game because everybody was there that day so there was no room for me and or other friends you know to to go play so
0: wow well in italy when i wanted to play football there was no football like there was no chance i learned playing football just because my best friend happened to be a boy and he would let me play in golly say, yeah and I had to wait to go to Australia, where when I said that I, I really wanted to play, but I never really played in a team, they were like, why not? Because there is no team. And I was like, what? And I had the best time actually playing football. I miss it. Yeah,
1: and actually, one more note about soccer, too, is that, you know, when I was playing in the Women's League, um, it was always like, "Yeah, good job. Like, "Well, yeah. Like, you know and, and it's like when you do something right they're like wow that was amazing that was good um, but when i was playing friends were like even if you played well it's like yeah you still suck like you're stuck <laughs> right. you know? it's like i suck just because i don't have the right body parts uh you know to be in the crew but okay but so that was probably one of the most uh you know like the gender discrimination episode that sticks out but luckily for me um nothing at work that I can necessarily
0: say that was the reason well that's very good and that's very positive and ultimately that's the message we wanted to, to send to everybody I mean we are here to support women but we are not here to say oh us women we have it always so hard that's not the case
1: oh yeah that's true and
0: you know and we are just different men and women are different we just want to make sure that everybody gets the same opportunity now, I have one final question because our company is called No Die Brand, which has a reason because we always talk about brands. We look at everything through the brand lens. Um, so the last question for you today would be if you can share with us what is a brand that you like and why? <laughs>
1: I'm going to get some slaps for that one, but... Um... <laughs> why? <laughs> for many reasons, but I'm still going to say it because I can't change it. Um, but I do like Nike a lot.
0: Why I do you like, say slaps?
1: Well, because, you know, there's always the, the 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 scandals of the sweatshops and making sneakers and, you know, not really being, um, you know, not really following the, the laws of child labor and things like that. But I do like Nike, like all the the I, Although it doesn't make me buy more Nike stuff, but I do like the brand for what it stands for.
0: Exactly, um, they change and, a lot.
1: Especially, yeah, and, and especially, you know, when I was still living in America, and, and, and believe me, I still follow um, the politics of America. But uh, when they had this, um, they had this football player, yeah. uh, like that that Nike just said all the all the, the league of football like dropped him and uh, the nfl and then um nike picked him up and they said no we're gonna support your journey and this guy has been going on and and done a lot of stuff um you know after to improve community awareness about racism and 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 all that and nike was probably the first brand that said you know what we're just gonna go ahead and and, uh, follow this guy so i do like nike not just for that but uh I think that was like a good, they've always had, even for women, they always had to just do it like that. Also that a commercial about how women are like angry and mean and bitchy. And I don't know if I can say bitchy on the podcast. It's but okay. You already said it. <laughs> and then in the end, you're like, no, you're just being, you're, you're fine. Like, it's okay if you're playing tennis, like Serena Williams is playing tennis. And then, you know, she doesn't score or something. And it's okay for her to be mad because, Men also can be mad, but when women have emotions like that at that level of uh, professional sports, then it's like, well, she's not behaving. She should just be, you know, like happy and, and saying, and, you know, and
0: graceful and
1: closed doors. And no, because, I mean, John McEnroe, like, McEnroe, <laughs> I pronounce his name like, he was always mad on the court, you know, but it's like the two. So I think Nike does a really good job. Um, you know, representing like those little uh, pockets of people that sometimes don't feel like they're being represented or heard, and and the and because they're a big brand, which just out there and do that. But,
0: but yeah, look, I actually I agree with you. I follow. I actually I wasn't. Uh, I was against Nike back in the day when there was the child labor scandal, and we were boycotting them and some other brands. Uh, but um, teaching at university, a lot of my fr- my students want to work for Nike, they wear Nike head-to-toes and mm-hmm. they wanted to, to work for Nike and they told me why, because they feel that Nike understands them they, they are, uh, you yeah. know, particularly the minority amongst my students, they feel yeah. that they heard from that brand and that's when I talk about brands with purposes, they don't just make it up. Nike doesn't just say, oh, we will support you. When they made the stand up for something, even if it means to lose everything, which was what they did with the football player, the American football player, they risked, they took, they took a risk. It was not just a stunt. A lot of people banned their T-shirts, and there was like an, an uprising against. So they banned the shoes and stuff like that. But they stood but they for liked
1: the t- it. I think they liked it. They said, "Well, we're yeah." Because I saw a lot of people like cutting their their Nike attire, and yeah. like on you know, like social media and stuff. But I think Nike liked it. They got the reactions that um, you know they wanted, and it was also at a time where, I mean, this was four years before George Floyd too. Yes. You no, know, if everybody had followed and understood, you know, you could have spared so many legs. But, um, but, anyways, the the um, this country, I mean, America, there's so much stuff in there that we, we could do like a you know, a one year podcast on them, so we're not going to go in there. But as far as the brand, they I feel like it really represents, uh, you know, for women, for Uh, People of color. I think it's really out there to represent, uh, you know, the struggles and uh, and saying, okay, we're your brand, we're behind you, we got you, and you know. So, so that's my favorite brand so far.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you for your time today. And uh, well, I'm I'm sure we will have you back on the show at some point. But uh, for now, thank you very much. And.